Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. Here we will delicately and tactfully walk through each psychological issue. Psych! This podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. This is not intended as individual, psychological, or medical advice. Please proceed at your own risk and always defer to your individual medical or mental health care team. Basically, don't make it weird, guys. Right. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shit Your Shrink Thanks. Oh no. Help me. <laughs> Get me out of here, people. You have no idea what I'm dealing with. <laughs> Welcome back to the pod party, people. How is your weeks? Answer me telepathically, as you do. Yes, yes. Also, Michaela, how's your week? It's going all right. It's going all right. Okay. Yeah. How I know that last week we didn't really, you know, do any homework because we had a lot of stuff to talk about in terms right. of good or bad therapy, but did you do anything on the outside? Well, I am still about 50-50 on doing my meditations and breathing. So progress, I suppose. I don't know. Um, there are just days where I can't fit them in. But I am making the effort, so I'll take it. Uh, and I did okay with my boundaries. You know, I really did take the weekend to focus on deep cleaning, which I actually really enjoy. And it kind of just, once it's done, I just feel so much better. <laughs> you feel soothed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I did not do anything related to really homework about boundaries or breathing, but I did discover that I wanted to learn how to beatbox. <laughs> that's like, well, that's where oh I'm, God, that's the future looks bright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm at as a person. So I watched like a YouTube video on beatboxing. I'm not yet comfortable beatboxing for all of us, oh my but goodness. one day. So what's good? Did Yeah. Sh- so I've been taking this what's good segment to basically describe something about myself that maybe you didn't know I love and to it. see what kind of reaction I want to basically test now that you have set some boundaries I feel like I need to push the boundaries oh <laughs> which is actually directly related to the thing I'm going to tell you about so fun fact when we we are in grad school as psychologists one uh-huh. of the things we often do is we take personality profiles ourselves Ooh, okay yeah yeah so have you heard of the minnesota multiphasic personality inventory maybe it's like a it's a long set of questions right and you just answer yes or no and it comes up with a series of traits about you okay i want to say there's like i don't know it's been a while since i've done it but like 12 scales or something like that, primary scales, and they range. It tells you about um, how much you're experiencing like depressive symptoms, anxiety symptoms, mm. but also it gives you like personality profiles, yeah. like how introverted and extroverted right. you I've, are. I've done like the color ones and some of those. Yeah, of, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's kind of like that. It's like a gold standard in psychology. Right. I, I'm pretty sure I've heard of it. I just yeah. have never like paid to get it done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's It would be a lot of money, but we got to do it for free. And basically what you do is you, okay, y'all, the lights are flashing <laughs> like on and off. Flicking, <laughs> like Flicking, flickered. Flicking, flickered. Yeah, the lights are flashing on and off in this room, which, Uh-oh. oh my God, let me tell you guys, I will go back to the MMPI story, but okay. once upon a time, I am haunted. So, <laughs> Michaela has seen this, like, a couple of times, but when I had a student, 
we would all, I'm not going to tell you a lot about the information, but we would all get together in a room together. Yeah. Have little meetings together. And when I would go into the room, I kid you guys not, every time the clock would start to. Yes. That was so crazy. Yes. It 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 would would just start rolling fast. Like the minutes were like just. Yeah. The minute hand would just like circle and circle. Like it was, yeah, it sped up. Yeah. Like as if somebody was literally turning it. Yeah. So I would just joke that it was the ghost that follows me. And now the, you know, lights in this room are turning on and off again. So we should name the ghost. Maybe. Wilbur. Is that it? <laughs> Wilbur the ghost. Why is that the name you come up with? <laughs> it's my ghost. Okay. Anyway, fair enough. So uh, when I took that personality profile, I found out this interesting thing about myself, which I guess I kind of knew. Okay. But I have a little spike in something called psychopathic deviancy. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Tell yeah. me more. Yeah. So it's not like. There's no like torturing animals or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not that side of things. It's just the things. Slytherin coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Straight up. <laughs> it is the Slytherin coming out. So it turns out that I have such a big anti-authority spike and mm. such a problem with like rules. And you like, know, I probably have that too. Sis- yeah, you yeah. might. Well, it, I thought it was funny because fun fact, before all of this, I wanted to be a medical doctor. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> I had this like, maybe pathological lack of anxiety, like total just lack of anxiety. And I would like cut up, like my dad and I would go fishing uh-huh. and I would ask him like, find the heart for me. And then I'd make him like, show me the heart. And I'd be like, find the liver. And then I'd like try to like dissect the fish. Obviously it was dead. Everybody it was like, you know, this right, was, right, right, right. We, we were, were trying to, to do this. like some medical stuff. Uh, we we're actually like trying to be scientific about it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, the point is, is that I have a long standing history of basically being Dexter and we should all be concerned about me. I need, I'm eh. going to need gifts. I mean, I would cut up my deer after I shot him. Okay. And I always enjoyed like being like, yeah, I know how to freaking cut out your penis and balls. So don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we're, maybe you're not quite as psychopathic as you think. Whoa. Okay, <laughs> took it. <laughs> she took it up a notch, everybody. Okay. Never mind. Like maybe not. Maybe not as bad as I thought it was. Cool. Uh, so that's my fun fact. That's my what's good this week is that's that, cool. you know, I'm just going to try to own it, be a little proud of the fact that. I may not experience emotions at quite the same level, and I'm a little anti-authority. No big deal. Yeah. Hey, to each their own. What's good with you? So I was going to share a fun fact, too. I don't know if you know this, but I have my CDL. You do? Yeah. I did not know that. (laughs) Oh, my God. So me, like, talking about, like, driving, like, ATVs, you're like, not only can I drive ATVs, but I can drive very large things. Yeah. Why why did you get this? Yeah. Okay. So I was a bus driver, like a school bus driver. And then I also, for detasseling, I ran my own crew and, like, would pick up kids and take them to the field. My mouth is just hanging open right now, you guys. Like, what? You yeah. drove school buses? I did. I was a substitute school bus driver, but I mostly got the CDL for detasseling because I was already managing a crew for like a bigger company. And to do the bus driving and managing the crew, you got paid better. So, oh. so I took the time to get my CDL so then I could just go out to the field and run my crew. And then since I had it, I was like, okay, well, I might as well volunteer to drive school bus from time to time for the school. So I would drive kids to like their sporting events and sometimes from after school home. What in the world? I know. (laughs) I feel like one time I drove through a crazy storm with the tasseling too. Like I literally thought the doors were going to like rip open. It was so fucking scary. I was like, like, oh my God, I don't want to kill these kids. (laughs) 
<laughs> you're like a child yourself at that time. How old are you? Uh, I mean, no, I was in college. Okay. Like, I was an undergrad, so like, I would have been in my, like, early 20s. I picture you, like, early 20s basically driving through a cornfield <laughs> during Twister. Yeah, that was pretty much it. It, it was a little terrifying. Uh, not gonna lie. I, I was very concerned. <laughs> <laughs> and I also, one time when I was dropping off kids, like, the main bus driver was like, you can't pull into this person's driveway. So I didn't have, like, a legit place to turn around and got whole fucking bus on a dirt road, basically. And so I was supposed to do like a billion point turn. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I kind of maybe high centered the bus and had to get a truck, a tractor to pull us out. Wait, God, what? Cool. did you tip? No, no, no. It, it was just like the butt got off the edge of like the, the road. And so oh. then like I couldn't pull the bus back out because literally the middle of the bus was hitting the edge of the road. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Yeah. Good girl. <laughs> All the kids are like, we're going to die. And I'm like, you're not going to die. <laughs> You're fine. Sit down. Shut up. Why call the school? <laughs> oh man, everybody should be deeply concerned about our <laughs> levels of empathy when they're listening to this show. Like, shut up, children. I know you think you're going to die. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> they weren't going to die. They were just being dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, well, before we move into what we're going <laughs> to chat about this week, uh, I wanted to a- actually remind everybody that. We are trying to do this full time. So if you're loving what we're putting down, of course, remember yes. to visit us on Patreon. Shit yeah. shrink things. We want to like get you handouts and courses and like legit stuff, but mm-hmm. we can only do that with your help. <laughs> Meditations. Yeah. We're thinking about by the time this comes out, we'll probably have a couple of different levels. One just kind of like a tip jar level and then levels above that that give you things like access. handouts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Access to handouts and access to meditations. So Help us, help us. And then obviously, if you have questions or if you want to join our email list, it would be shityourshrinkthinks at gmail.com. But Michaela, what are we talking about today, girl? We're going to talk about values. Oh, baby. Tell me, <laughs> what what is a value for those of us who don't? Tell me what my job is. <laughs> what's, what's a value? Help me. So, I mean, values are like your heart's deepest desires for how you want to behave as a human being. So it's not like about what you achieve, but how you want to behave or act on an ongoing basis. Yeah. Yeah. Like basically what traits do you think are important? Right. Right. Values are basic fundamental beliefs that guide or motivate our attitudes or actions. Why does it matter if we have these or if we're even aware of what these are? Well, I mean, it matters. It's how you want to be. That's yeah. why it matters. Yeah. Yeah. And if, and if you're living according to them, you're going to feel really good. Yeah. You're going to feel motivated and more energized. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're living towards somebody else's values or, you know, what you've been told to do, you're going to feel like poo poo. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what's going to happen to you. Right. Right. Yeah. You're going to start feeling stuck. You're going to start feeling like, unmotivated and like you're not going anywhere mm-hmm. yeah you will start to feel like that bus that is <laughs> the bus that i high centered you are now that little bus yeah. stuck stuck if, on the road yes exactly if you're not following your values you will be a high centered bus and you'll be immobilized <laughs> children and screaming inside of you yeah. <laughs> quite literally you're yeah. in a child just like what Oh my God, that's a good metaphor. Your inner child will scream. It will. Yes, if you're not following your values. So awareness of these is important because if you're acting in support of your values, you feel good. If you're acting against your values, you feel depressed, trapped, anxious. 
Right, right. Really, you kind of need to be like, do you know what you care about beyond just relief from pain and difficulty? I mean, a lot of people are just, you know, they're so caught up in their life and what's going on and all the stressors that they all they think about is just wanting relief from that pain, that stressor, that difficulty. Mm. But but what do you really want out of life? Like other than that? You right. Know? Yeah. It's not enough to just move away from th- something. You yeah. really need you to be moving towards. towards. Yeah. yeah. There needs to be. Boom. For for those of us, I am very just punishment avoidant, but I always like <laughs> yeah, you're anti authority. Yeah, I'm just punishment oh. avoidant. Like I don't actually care about like getting a good thing or accessing a good thing. Yeah, yeah. But when you have a value system, it helps you realize that you do need to access a good thing. You can't just be avoiding a negative. Right. So I actually have a couple of client examples of Ooh. you know when well, maybe at least just one of when people were maybe acting against their values. Mm-hmm. And then it's, that's the reason why they were having ended up coming to therapy, basically. Yeah, Ooh. exactly. A lot of times I see people come to therapy when they're doing the thing that they like, absolutely cannot be doing anymore. So a really common one I see a lot is when people are in contact with toxic parents. Yes. So just this week, I had probably four or five different people who came in, let's say, mother-in-law, mother, father would call these people over and over and over again. Mm. And the the person's value was actually solitude and peace and quiet. And the mother, mother-in-law, father's value was connection. And so it was violating the different patients' boundaries yeah. to have to constantly be talking to these people Ugh. because they didn't value family or connection at a high enough level as peace and quiet. Right. So very simple boundary violation and value violation there. I've also had clients who are pacifists, for example, mm. who work for things like the DOD. Yeah. Uh, the Department of Defense, for those of you who don't know. So that's a wild experience because if you're a pacifist and you're right. the only way to make money. Yes. And I feel like that happens a lot with jobs, unfortunately. A lot of people get caught up in employment because of the stupid matrix we live in requires money. And so they're just working jobs that are completely against everything they believe in. Amen to that. Amen to that. Actually, you know what? Just another example that comes to mind is I have a close friend who she was an attorney for a really long time doing corporate law mm-hmm. and it slowly sucked the soul out of her nostrils. Oh like, yeah, I imagine. Yeah. It law was in really, general. It, yeah. Corporate law was basically a dementor and she couldn't hang with it and eventually ended up going into like public health essentially Hmm. now feels a lot better, but it's, I mean, it's like a, you know, 50, $60,000 a year difference. And that's why Mm. people violate the value. Yeah. They, they get stuck because they feel obligated to, to make that money. Right. Or to that family member or to whatever, like an obligation Mm -hmm. to violate their values, basically. Right. Exactly. Value, uh, violation occurs when you feel guilt, obligation, or shame. Mm. that's most often when it's likely to happen. Yeah. So tell me, lay it on me. What do you feel like are some common values that you hear about from people? Um, you know, I, I think some common values are fairness, forgiveness, gratitude, independence, maybe justice. You hear um, people telling you these ones a lot. Yeah. 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 I often hear people tell me like family, spirituality, health. Yeah. Those are the big ones that I get a lot. Here's a, here's a, question what would you say are western cultural values like here you know in the u.s uh independence 
yeah. I think is a big one here. Yeah. You know, it's like do it yourself. Yeah. Like, figure it out. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Get yourself out of that ditch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't care how many people are throwing dirt on you. You're supposed to dig it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and not needing help. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, individualism, achievement, status. Oh, achievement's huge. And status, definitely mm-hmm. here in Western culture. Yeah. I, I think finances and material success. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, are big ones. So why do you feel like some of the later ones there, why isn't that helpful? Because it's not... It's not going, it's not your heart. It's not your, it's not Mm -hmm. what's deep. I mean, material and all that, you know, that's, Mm -hmm. that's all external bullshit. Mm -hmm. True values really should be motivated, in my opinion, from internal bullshit. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) The bullshit inside your heart. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And, and part of it too is whether you can actually control it or not. That, oh, yes. A good value should be something you have some sort of say or control over. Mm -hmm. And while we might have control over money, sort of, um, and material success, sort of, you know, you can lose your job and you can't certainly control what people perceive you as status wise. Oh, no, definitely not. And what a terrible, I mean, status, I mean, that, that is a hundred percent on other people. Oh, mm-hmm. that's no, you're setting yourself up to always feel not good enough. Right. If it's a value that is outside of you, like controlling what other people think, you're bound to fail. That's something that's a... Right. We don't want to criticize anybody's values, but it won't be a value that you can ever actually meet. So you're always going to chronically feel like you're failing because there's no way to really even test it and to even know. Right. There's no way to control it. Right. I think in other cultures, there might be more collectivistic values. Right. Um, More family oriented and... Yeah. And community oriented, frankly. I mean, you know, like share your corn and bread with your neighbor kind of stuff. Yeah. Harmony, peace, that sort of stuff. And that's not to say that one is necessarily better than the other. No. But we want to kind of just highlight that different cultures and even different individuals will have different value systems. Right. And that these different areas, not even just cultures, but different areas. I mean, think about West Coast, East Coast to Middle America. I mean, there's a lot of freaking different values going on there. Oh, yeah. Thus the chaos in our world. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Living on the East Coast is a wild, wild, wild experience. Oh, my God. I don't think I... No. <laughs> you're coaster for visiting only for me. Yeah. You, you're the best of the Midwest, right? You've got like that, like real hospitality kind of vibe. As we have established, I'm a little more antisocial, so I can flex, you know, wherever I need to go. Really. You can get that. You can do that. Like New Yorker, like keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking looking for a bite. <laughs> Come at me, yo. I'm walking here. <laughs> so most values are not bad or good. It no. just kind of. Depends on your philosophies. Yeah, and they change over time. It depends on what stage of life you're in, what you're experiencing, what's going on. And it's okay to change your values. It's okay to to be like, you know what? This used to be really important to me, but it doesn't feel so important now. That's actually a really good point. You can select out of certain values. Yeah. Like, for example, I can remember a time where my biggest value was actually always taking care of other people. Mm. And... Even though that's still very much a value of mine, I realized that that value was it leading. It can't be priority. Yeah. It was leading to some pretty unhealthy behaviors for me, just of always prioritizing other people above yeah. myself. Yeah. And burnout. So yeah. what kind of happened was I had to really mindfully choose to move that value down the list so that I could even continue to meet it at all mm-hmm. because there would have come a time where I simply could not have done it. Oh, yeah. And so you can actually boot values down your list. You can boot them off your list altogether. I used to care a lot about what other people thought of me. Same. 
I, and now I give no fucks. <laughs> <laughs> How did you boot the care what other people think of you value off your list? I think I just finally came into, I, I got more comfortable with my locus of control. Like I was more like, I finally kind of, you know, when I started working on myself and trying to make my inner critic kinder and nicer, I started to recognize that that inner critic was slightly voiced by other people and I didn't want that. And then, you know, working through all that stuff and being like, okay, so what is within my control? And and when I started to recognize that I don't want those other efforts to dictate my life, like, mm-hmm. no, I, no. Yeah. Nah, yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. nah. <laughs> Once, oh my God, this was the best moment ever. Once I read a chart where <laughs> the the person who was being written about in the patient chart had had a really bad day and was having a negative interaction with a medical provider. Mm-hmm. And the medical provider wrote in the chart, patient began yelling at me and chanting, nah, 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 nah. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> I was like, sometimes it's the best to use quotes when you're documenting. If somebody is going to curse at me and call me names, I always have to put it in the note and quote it because I'm like, Here's what I got called today. <laughs> this is actually like pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I was like, man, there were a lot of fucks thrown. This is fun. <laughs> I actually sometimes spiritually feel like I'm the person chanting na na na. Like <laughs> only just in my own head. Na 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 come on. <laughs> <laughs> na 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. <laughs> that would be like a really morbid thing to chant to somebody before something dark happens. <laughs> Anyhow, anywho. Back to it. Back to it. So how do you know if something's a value to you? Like how how do we decipher that, Sunny? I actually am going to do an exercise with you. Uh, why you always got to put me on the spot like this? <laughs> it's my favorite. I Because I am antisocial. We have, <laughs> we have established this. It's my favorite. No, it will be actually pretty easy. Okay, okay. I, I promise. So here's you guys at home, if you're listening, I think you would like this values exercise. It helps you clarify a lot about what your values are. So you can ask yourself these quick questions. So I'll I'll do them with Michaela here. So Michaela, when are you at your best? Hmm. When I am, when I am free and determining what I'm doing. Yeah. So here we have already shown immediately that one of Michaela's primary held values is independence and freedom. Is that? Okay. Sure. We've got that right. Yeah. yeah. So being able to do what you want on your own schedule. Yes. A hundred percent. Definitely. Hence the pod, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) We're seeing the value play out right now. Yeah. And the weird part is, is right. I bet you feel the best when we're actually working towards that value. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do feel invigorated after we've, after we've done a little bit towards, towards a pod. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And when are you at your worst? When I'm frustrated and or overburdened by what I feel obligated to do for others. Ooh, okay. So when there's lots of obligation, when there's lots of pressures. Yes. So another value we could see might be peacefulness, maybe mm-hmm. getting a little time alone, maybe a little ability to take distance, perspective. Right. Yeah. Again, this turtle needs to get like, it's slow and methodical. Don't be pressuring me to get shit done fast. Don't be... Mm-hmm. Don't be making me do things I don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pacing is important to you. It's very important. So that's exactly it. We're kind of allude, we're laying out already when, when are the times where this person can expect to feel good, when they can expect to feel bad. Right. And I want you to try two more things for me. So I'm going to have you close your eyes for a second. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> so I want you to call to mind a person, place, activity, or thing 
that truly, truly delights you. It sets your heart alight. Something that you love entirely. Something that makes you feel like you. What sorts of things are coming to mind? Oh, no. Petting my cat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what value does that show for us? I don't know, nurturing animals? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right on, man. There's like no right answer. Yeah, yeah. 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 Being around animals. Yeah, I, I really do enjoy when I can just chill with my cat or if I'm actually like playing with my dog and wanting to play with my dog. Sometimes he's yeah. a little overzealous. Uh, and, and snuggle in with the husband or those, you know, those kind of moments. Yeah. Moments of peace and calm and tranquility. Definitely. And it sounds like connection. Yeah. Too. Good point. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. Yep. 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 That's another value. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this would be something that you guys could try really easily at home. You could even journal about what you're coming up with. Right. Definitely. Kind of just think about too, like who, who do you want to be? Like it doesn't necessarily have to be what currently, you know, is, is driving you or what currently, you know, maybe part of why you want peace right now is because everything's so freaking chaotic. You know, yeah. I, I do think that right now that's potentially a factor in why that's all coming to mind. Yes. Thank um, you so much for bringing that up. It can be something that you want in the future, a person yes. you want to become. Right. Maybe you could even think about somebody who you really, really admire. Yes, definitely. Who's a role model to you and why? Mm-hmm. What makes them? Yeah. And what values do they kind of seem to ascribe to that are so, I don't know, those values really make you feel like that's something you want. Maybe right. you notice those about that person. Right. For sure. How do you choose helpful versus unhelpful values and how do you prioritize your values or change your values that haven't served you well so let's kind of like chat about that yeah i think this kind of comes back a little to that nature versus nurture you know what i mean and how we talked about how everything influences us so like you have to step back and ask where that value came from like yeah like what what environment did i grow up in or what did i surround myself with like who was influencing me to feel like this was important or is this something that just literally originated from me mm, yeah right was this natural a part of my character and temperament to begin from right. the outset or was it placed within me right and do i want it there yeah yeah this is do i actually like this <laughs> does this spark joy yeah. oh yeah what is that little it's like lady marie kondo maria yeah. I, I, oh, I do use some of her folding techniques and it's, it makes a difference. Oh, y'all. Once upon a time, this is like a total sidebar, but I used to work at a salon. And, really? Oh, God. I can't, oh, my I, God. The drama. It was <laughs> bananarama. It was bonkers town, everybody. I would go in there like one. Okay. This is total. I'm off going topic. off the rails. But Sorry. the reason why I thought of it is because I work for a woman who had diagnosable like obsessive compulsive personality disorder, not like the yeah. There's one. a there's a difference between OCD and OCPD. Yeah, and um, so this person may have been able to control certain parts of it because it right. was not like think entirely. of Monica for personality disorder from Friends. Oh yeah, Monica for Friends, exactly. Like very 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 rigid, and so she would have me fold towels from the salon for like hours in this exact precise pattern and i'm like so traumatized from it <laughs> that i can't fold towels a different way now like oh I'm man here t- i was thinking you were gonna say so now i have to fold them completely differently no like i like am, i have like a problem and so like i would go this whole place was a mess like if i didn't wear heels 
they would like come at That's me in a salon. Uh-huh. Come on, you're on your feet all day. Yeah, they did no. not care. They did not care. It That's was like not cool. Yeah, you had to like represent the whatever. I'm glad I'm not doing that job. That job was totally and completely anti my values, except for I have a value of security, mm. and so I needed to get money. So it was like <laughs> at that time I was like, well, right. I guess I'm meeting one value anyway. So the best values, you know, going back to it, they tend to be within your control, not that of others. They're either neutral or pro-social. I mean, they're not hurting other people. At the end of the day, they make you feel healthy. And you can kind of make a note that some of your values could actually conflict with each other. Like, yeah, your values on the list might not. I'll give you definitely. I'm thinking like anti-authority and connection. You know what I mean? Community. Like I have I definitely am anti-authority, but I'm also definitely community. Right. So how do you like, (laughs) let's process that out for team. We're going to work it out together. How do you hold two seemingly contradictory values together? Because you can. Yeah, I think uh, you have to reflect on when what the situations that you're in, you know, there are Mm -hmm. certain situations or people where I'm going to be more community focused. Mm-hmm. And there are certain situations or people where I'm going to raise my middle finger and say, you. Right, right. <laughs> it's context. Some of the values are context specific. Right. So they can come out in different contexts. And sometimes you can prioritize them differently. So definitely, I'm anti-authority, but not if it would ever hurt another person. And so that one always comes like up the list as other people comes first, usually. Right. So and you can make that conscious choice. Right. Well, like like I value kindness. Uh, a lot, but I also value assertiveness, mm. you know? So there are certain times where I'm, I'm, I'm putting that assertiveness above my kindness because I've given too much kindness now. You know what I mean? Like yes. it's time to put the foot down. Yes. <laughs> and it's good to have these balanced values. And, and usually, so like with people, and I'm assuming this is a lot of our listeners actually who value kindness or compassion or supporting others or connection or relationships, those very pro-social values. Mm-hmm. What I always say for myself is, I value compassion and kindness for people who reciprocate that (sighs) towards me. Love that. And I value helping others who choose to make some steps for helping themselves. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because it prevents me from bleeding out. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. I will bleed all of the love that I have onto other human beings. Right. And they won't even cut themselves to bleed it off. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's like not very useful. So you can kind of put caveats. You have to be together. Okay. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. I'm being real weird today. So <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> that was Goonies, by the way, if you guys didn't know. I knew. I knew. What other childhood movies did you really like? I mean, I like Sandlot. That was kind of Oh, like- yeah. I love Sandlot. Yeah. Oh, man. It's hard to reflect on. I loved, like, the Robin Hood with the fox. Oh, I like that one. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't know this yet, I have a lot of movie quotes and songs in my head. (laughs) As I have told you before, I deeply enjoyed The Last Unicorn, which should tell you what kind of child I am or was, maybe still am. No, we still are. It was like, okay, you guys, it was, like, originally this German book. And it's about a tale of loss and regret, which I don't even know what kind of twisted, like this unicorn gets her whole unicorn family stolen yeah. by something. Well, Evil-ish. I don't know. It's called the Red Bull. Oh. I don't want to tell you too much about it in case you want to listen to it. Anyway. You mean watch it? Yeah, we should watch it together. We should. Do a book report on that. Let's do a little movie night. That could be our homework. <laughs> it's like our homework <laughs> is we're going to watch animated these <laughs> movies, y'all. So <laughs> deal with it. Sounds good to me. So values are basically like a direction on a compass. 
They point in the direction of the actions you should take. And maybe we could talk a little bit more about um, our va our values as examples, where we started with the values, how we've intentionally shifted them over time, which ones seem most healthy. We've done that a little bit. Yeah. But which ones were, you know, started with your family and reinforced and which ones did you kind of like change? I actually don't know this about you, really. Well, I it's it was it's hard to reflect. A, I just have a poor memory. So, um, <laughs> uh huh, uh huh. So, you know, I'm not really sure if they've changed a lot, but I do think some of the priorities of them, like what I prioritize, maybe has like I can reflect and remember, like basically when I when kindness became a value to me. Uh, and like loyalty. So like, I remember in seventh grade when my best friend from childhood no longer wanted to be my best friend. Oh, yeah. And so then I started to like value kindness and loyalty more. And I like cried so much, you know, I felt hurt. Um, cause you know, as a kid, you think, Oh, my best friend's always going to be my best friend. So I, I started to like really pay attention to what I was doing to others and the impact I had and kind of actually put me on the path to my career where I am now. And to be fair, though, to that friend, no, I, I don't want to call you out, friend. Um, you are a good person. And I'm pretty sure I was really bossy at that time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was very much like, you're my friend. Nobody else is like, we're going to do what I want to do. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. You know, like, I had that in childhood, too. I was like really weirdly like territorial. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so like, it's fair. And, and you and you put me on the right path. So, yeah. you know, hey. all, all was meant to be. A lot of times, yeah, just a little bit of strife can actually help clarify what's important to you. Right. One really big one that I had that it actually played out to be kind of unhealthy for me. It sounds mm -hmm. like a positive one, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was loyalty. And mm, yes, I, I think, yeah, you're making a face because that one gets dark. In a it does. If you're. It does. Basically a golden retriever like I am. Because what ends up happening is people can abuse your loyalty. Yes. And kind of do problematic behaviors without any repercussions. Yes. And I kind of went back and realized, like, where did I get this value from? And maybe some of the places that I had been told to be loyal to were not always the healthiest messengers. And they weren't loyal back, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like this makes me reflect on gangs. Again, prison, prison Mike's coming out, guys. Uh, <laughs> prison you know, Mike. Taylor. Prison Mike. <laughs> Uh, you know, gangs really value loyalty. Um, and it's not, like you said, it's not a bad value, but when you are putting others first and that other person isn't ever going to be willing to put you first, you know, that gang leader is not going to take the fall for you. They just want you to take the fall for them. Absolutely. You know, and that's a, and that's a concern. It's that reciprocalness of values. Right. And even the, like you said before, the caring for others, is that coming from trauma? Is that coming from drama, <laughs> drama or trauma? Yeah. You know, are, are you trying to be overly caring is because of all the things that you've been through? Because that was a coping skill for you to not get hurt. It really could have been. It really could have been. Yeah. Thinking yeah. about where your values were adapted from. It matters. I kind of the rubber wet the road when I'm not going to say a lot about it, but I got out of a rough relationship and mm. it became clear to me that I had been loyal to this person time and time and time again. And this person they never showed up for you. Never, never showed up to me. And it honestly, like it made me feel foolish. Like, how am I yeah. this smart doing all these like positive things in my life? And I realized it's because I prized the loyalty mm -hmm. above anything else. So I actually had to shift them a little bit and put other values up front and one of the values I ended up putting to the very top of the list was mental health. Yes. So, mm. but these things you can't just do lip service to. 
So like once you know what your values are, once right. you've identified them, what do we actually do with them? You you take inspired action. <laughs> yeah, buddy. All that inspired action. Yeah. So you take steps towards it. Yeah. Do do behaviors or actions that reinforce that. Exactly. So like for example, my most primary held value is really a sense of freedom and independence, which you can I guess you can kind of see why we're both here. We have yeah. very similar maybe primary value, which is interesting. I'm just That like, is interesting. Now, I didn't I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, me neither. We're very different <laughs> we are, people. We are very different people. I guess it makes sense why we're both sitting here though. It's like we both yeah. just deeply value being able to do whatever the fuck we want all the time. <laughs> which is not I mean, it makes sense. But if I'm taking actions to support that value, like maybe that means I get in the car and I just go for a drive. I don't know oh, yeah. where I'm going. I don't know where I'm gonna land. I just you know, get to this dive bar, have some tachos, which are <laughs> my new favorite food that I've discovered. Is that a type of taco? I don't understand. Tachos, tachos, tachos. What is that? <laughs> They're like a tot? taquito? No, man. They're like tot nachos. Like, like tater tots? Yeah. Nachos? Yeah. What? It's like, wait, wait, how, is it like a, a nacho, like a nacho salad only with tater tots? Yes. Nacho or, salad. Nacho, taco salad. <laughs> what Whatever. What food is this? <laughs> I need it. No, it's like, yes, it, it's as if nachos were made with tater tots instead right. of tortilla chips. Okay, but that they should have made it more for nachos, not top. Well, okay, nacho top. Okay, never mind. I get it. I'm sorry. They're I'm super a, good. I'm a little slow on the intake sometimes, guys. I will get them and then I will put ranch on them. Like, so they'll have the Mexican flavor, but then also the ranch flavor. It's right. amazing. Wait, and, how can you, isn't that have like, is that, cause don't you, okay. Sorry guys. You can't eat wheat and stuff, right? Is, are there? No, no, no wheat. Tachos are not wheat. Don't put that evil on me. Tachos have, it's potatoes. Oh, you're, oh my God. I'm such a freaking idiot sometimes, guys. I'm so sorry. But there's no oh, breading potato? on it. Yeah, you're No right. breading. Mm -mm. Okay. Just bread. Never mind. I'm yeah. just an idiot. Yeah. Anyways, bad, <laughs> my primary held value is freedom. Then maybe I just drive off into the sunset and get some tachos. That would be an action I would take. Or maybe I quit my day job that is really restrictive. Or maybe I go on a vacation and I don't plan all of the parts of the vacation. Right. Let's say your value is... Like creativity. I value creativity. Okay. So what's some actions? So some actions would be to doing some art. Again, I really like handouts, guys. And I know it sounds silly to say it's creative, but it feels creative to me to put them together. I think that could be creative. <laughs> There's like visual spatial stuff yeah. in there. Yeah. Or like decorating. And and that's why I think cleaning is also like, like I reorient my little trinkets. <laughs> you're just like moving them around like one yeah. space over yeah, every yeah. day like, I know. Haha. it's like now you're here <laughs> look how pretty now you're here <laughs> oh, I like that a lot yes yeah. exactly so what happens in a stepwise fashion if you guys really want to feel better is you first identify what are the values you ha have been living according to? Right. What are the values you want to be living according to? Right. And how are your behaviors going to actually have to change to meet the new ones? Right. And and a lot of times that does require you to practice your assertiveness, though. I mean, this this means that you may have to, to do those boundaries mm -hmm. um, with people at places or things. Can you tell me a little bit more about 
like why that would be important because I, I can totally see it, but give me a sample for the audience. Well, like your, your relationship situation, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you had to not only get a boundary, but you ended it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, buddy. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> right. You may have to end re- relationships where their values are incredibly different from yours. Right. If they have a value of controlling others, let's mm. say, or manipulating others, that's not going to be something that's going right. to work out for you. Right. Or like, if they have a value of like self-righteousness or you mm-hmm. know something along those lines. Right. And we're not here to say that that value is no, bad. No, every, to each their own, guys. That's part of what makes, again, we said that before, everybody's a little different. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes this world beautiful. Let people do what inspires them. And, right. But just surround yourself with people who are inspired by the same thing. Right. It, yeah. Going back to it, if you find that you rework and reorient your values, you will probably find that your social network is going to have to change a little bit. Right. So it's funny because you can have very different opinions, but actually the same values. So again, like Michaela and I are very, very different people. I don't even know if the audience would know in what way we're different. I think I tend to be like, again, the rabbit, fast paced. Right. Um, you're, you're sassy. You're sassy and you are like, you are precise and just like, boom, boom, boom. Like, <laughs> man, like if I want something done, like Sunny's just boom, she got done. Yeah. And like what takes her maybe 10 minutes would probably take me an hour. Oh, that's really nice of you to say. <laughs> and Michaela, we have on our hands is very kind, very thoughtful. She thinks through every single thing beforehand, very detail oriented like kind of an, it's going to sound woo woo, but like very earth energy, kind of like nature. I am a Virgo. There you go. A little, little bit of that earth energy <laughs> spirit over there. Like, and also very, just has a peacefulness and a solitude about her. And Aww. these things are not true for me. And, but you can see that it's going to be. Yeah. Energy. You're energetic. And I'm just like, chill as F. <laughs> but together we work. Right. And it's not because we have the same opinion on everything. It's because we have a similar values. value system. So, sure. Right. And this could be true for like, say you want to get in a romantic partnership with somebody. You really- Oh yeah. My husband and I are totally different in basically every single thing possible, but our values are definitely the same. And like our goal and direction in life is the same but do we like watching the same shows no do we like eating the same food no do we like drinking even the same fucking milk no he's whole milk i'm skim milk okay literally everything is different (laughs) (laughs) i had who was telling me this this week oh my god i had a really funny patient who had to do a lie detector test and he was yeah he was telling me about how um on the lie detector test, they asked him, do you ever lie? And this person was like, I mean, sometimes I go to the store and I get skim milk and my wife wants whole milk and I lie and I say skim milk. It's like, <laughs> wait, how the frick would she not pay, know the difference of that? Like, I don't even I, know. But that was like, like his big lie. It's solid to me. <laughs> <laughs> that was his big lie. I thought it was so sweet. Was adorable. Like, You're an angel. You're an Aww. angel on this earth. Anyway. Yes. And... Similarly, like my best friend in the whole world, very different kind of, we grew up in the same hometown, very different abilities, very different presentation in the world, but we have the same value systems. And so it works out. Similarly, the conflict is going to arise when you are just not meeting somebody's values. Like people I tend to conflict with the most. So big surprise. Another big value of mine is authenticity Mm. and genuineness. Yeah. Yeah. And same. I get like 
Lame. when people are fake as F. Yeah. Yeah. Don't I, throw your fake shit at me. I see yeah. right through it and I know you're being fake and I'm just not. Right. It rankles because what it feels like is then it's violating my value. Like if they're being mm, not genuine, then it, it makes me feel like I have to be not genuine. Yeah. And so it feels intrusive upon my value system. And mm, so I yeah. often kind of uh, misstep with those people. I don't, I don't do well with that. But it's funny because it's not as though their value probably isn't being genuine. Their value is probably something more along the lines of making sure to manage perceptions of others. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure it's more perception oriented of what other people think of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or maybe even just like, I never want, what would be the value of, I never want anybody to see me sweat? There's probably like a word mm. there. Yeah. It's like that very English royal family sort of right, like, right. we don't cry in public. Right. Sort of. Whereas I'm like, I'm totally crying in public. I don't <laughs> even, I don't care. <laughs> I've cut, Laugh I at me if you want. I'm going to walk around looking like a weirdo with my hair like a, nope, I don't give a shit. I've cried on public transportation so much. Are <laughs> you really? <laughs> I've never, I've never had the courage to take public transportation, like without somebody with me, like maybe when I'm traveling. But. Yo, I just straight up am a mess on the transportation system, just crying. I sometimes I think I could like pull off pretending like I was a ghost. Like <laughs> I never, you never actually said like have my hair just fall over. Oh, my make face. yourself look like the ring girl. Yeah, and just, like, like get the dark circles under your eyes and just start crying in the corner, and everybody's like, "What the hell?" Talking to myself, just like really yeah. lean into it, and then like pay the bus driver money to be like, "What girl?" <laughs> yeah, there was like, never any really here. What are you talking? There about? was never any girl. I don't on see what you're talking. I don't see what you're seeing. <laughs> that would be epic. Can we do that someday? Yeah, for Halloween, we're gonna <laughs> yes. trick people. Who's <laughs> gonna walk around being ghosts? A value of trickiness. <laughs> anyway, so like we said, not everybody has the same value. Right. There's systems. no wrong or right way to be. Yeah, I mean. I feel like there is, but there probably isn't, you know? No. Yeah, there really isn't. You yeah. need all kinds of kinds. I mean, different values get things done. Exactly. Hey, that's a good point. You need, uh, it is, as far as like group work or teamwork goes, yeah. you probably actually do want people with different values so that you get the right. whole representation. Actually, I think there's some IO psychology research to show that, yeah, that, when an organization has different, yeah, yeah, again, you need a little, you need some reds, some blues, some greens. Some, mm -hmm. It takes all kinds. Yeah, yeah. So... What do we want to do for outside the pad? Um, I do kind of want to review my values and see if I've neglected anything, do a little bit of an inventory. Um, but I had one, one last comment with values. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure we've heard like opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one, right? Yeah. That. And I think values are, are kind of like that too. You know, everybody's got, got their that values. That one always like freaked me out. Opinions are like assholes because you have multiple opinions, but hopefully you have one asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I never. Oh, anyway, go ahead. No, I love that. Uh, but I was going to say they're they're also uh, you should treat them like a penis. Uh -huh. Don't go waving it around in people's faces or shoving it down their throats. It's great <laughs> that you have one, but only give people a taste if they say they want it. Okay. If you have an opinion or a value that you want to express, you should only be expressing it if asked. <laughs> But I'm going to do an inventory of mine. Oh, <laughs> Lord have mercy on my soul. <laughs> Ooh. Um, okay. Yes, I like that. I actually am going to pick a similar uh, homework assignment. So once upon a time, as I have mentioned, guys, I've gotten lost in the sauce many different times in my life. Yeah, and yeah, we both have for sure. Oh, God. 
There's been cycles. Yeah, if you only knew. And one of the things I have done in the past to pull me out of said sauce was to write down my values. And so kind of sitting next to me, I have this big list of maybe, usually you want to write down 10 to 15 values, just kind of consolidate right. them. Just, just go look it up. Go go search values and like look at a list yeah. and just kind of highlight which ones you are, are important and then kind of try to prioritize them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so... I've got mine already written out and like what they mean to me. And so I'm going to reread them. And this next week, what I'm going to do is ask myself what I'm feeling really weird in the daytime. Mm. In what way did I maybe violate my values or like what is something that's not in service of my values to see if I can kind of maybe take those things off of the list and maybe not prioritize them and, and bump some other things up the list. Yeah. That's love what it. I'm going to try. I love it. I have a joke to end with. Th- throw it at me. Okay. Okay. Uh, where is the gym located at Hogwarts? Uh, I don't know. Right through the dumbbell door. The dumbbell door? Dumbledore. Oh, God! (laughs) 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 Joke fail. (laughs) I would, like, never have gotten Uh, that. Okay, I got you. I got you a good one. Oh, My high school biology teacher used to say this one. Okay. What is mitosis? I don't know. I don't know, but they're attached to my feetsis. <laughs> he was such a dork. Uh, Mr. G, if you're out there, you're money. I love you. I miss you. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's the pod for today. We're hoping you have a stellar week. Yeah, and have a wonderful day. Do something that brings you joy. That's right, baby. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Yep, bye. Bye.